Make believe, it's not pretend We might be ill, but we're on the mend It never stops, it never ends Welcome to Craig and Friends Welcome to Craig and Friends Welcome to Craig and Friends Hello how are you? Good. How are you? It's lovely to see you. Good to see you too. I'm doing well. Glad Zoom works out. <laughs> Thanks for doing it today instead of yesterday. No, totally fine. It worked better for me too. So good. Perfect. Good. What did you do last night? <laughs> what did I do last night? Um, well, I worked yesterday, mm-hmm. and then I ended up just hanging out with my roommates, you know. <laughs> yeah, good. Oh, good. I'm glad you had a nice, relaxed night after having yeah. to work, which has got to be stressful right now, right? Definitely stressful. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm at the <laughs> point where, like, my phone is basically my job, too. So, like, right. I'm wanting to be able to get to a point where I can, like, quit my job. Like, my, because I just, like, work for, like, Starbucks, which is great. I like the company, but, like, yeah. I want to get to the point where I can do my own thing. Where well, you can so. just drop by Starbucks and be like, I really love this company and I don't have to work for you, but like, I'm, I'm fully supportive of uh, all, all the macchiatos, all of the specific language regarding ordering, all of that stuff. Right. The macchiato. Yep. All of it. All of it. I appreciate <laughs> it. I love it. I'm just, you know, ready to take that step. <laughs> that's all. That's all. Yeah. That's all. You just, you don't want to have to wear the apron. You'd rather just wear your outfit and do the stuff on the phone. When I told someone that you were working, someone was like, well, why? That's insane. She should really, basically, they were saying it's insane because they love your content so much, as do I, that you should just be able to, you're welcome. It is the best. And I didn't do the intro yet, but uh, I will. I Sometimes I do it halfway through the show, sometimes at the end. So it, it really- <laughs> Whatever works, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you said, nothing matters. Nothing matters. Nothing's real. We don't have to do anything we don't really feel like doing. As long as we're good people, we're not hurting anyone, we're not hurting ourselves. Who fucking cares? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the coloration of this room today, but it makes me a little bit more pink, which makes me happy because that's your favorite color, right? I was about to say, I was like, it's beautiful in there. Like, I, was, I have pink lights around me right now. Yes, I know. You look wonderful as always. And, uh, I also have the hue lighting system, which is like the greatest thing, particularly in quarantine, because, you know, you can change the color of the everything at the moment's notice. It's so fun. Mine, I had like these, like, every fucking college student has it, the like LED lighting. Like, <laughs> mine's like set to pink. It like won't change. It broke. And I was like, this is a sign. I don't know what the sign is, but I'm good with it. <laughs> That's like the look of TikTok. Yes. Oh my gosh, it is. I mean, like, anyone are like my age or any, like, any college student, it's, it's the LED lights. I don't know what it is about it, but. It's comforting. <laughs> yeah, it is. And also, it's a way to j- change the look of your place. Lighting's always been a big thing for me, and so often we're stuck with overhead lighting that is horrible. Yeah, yeah. like mine right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I mean, no, no, you look great, as always, by the way. So let's, let's toast to your appearance, having a cup of tea. What's, what, so at Starbucks, do you have a favorite beverage? Yes, I always get a grande iced caramel macchiato with an extra shot and oat milk. See, this is amazing. I guessed the macchiato thing. I didn't even... I know. You said it, and I was like, oh, he knows me already. (laughs) (laughs) I feel I do. I feel I do. Yeah. We know each other. I I think so. Absolutely. I have to say, your TikToks give me so much joy and (laughs) excitement, Uh, especially yesterday's one. We were talking about men and how they shit on women for having interests. Every man too. Like, <laughs> no, man. But let's just admit it. It's it's honestly like it feels like to me at least. Yeah. Like every man. Just like if you want to put women in a box of femininity and what you believe femininity is, you know, societal standard, pink, whatever, like we're not even allowed to like that. Like I, I can't sit here and like the color pink or else they're gonna be like, that's embarrassing. And it's like, what? Society told me I was supposed to like this but you're still going to make fun of me for it if I do. Right. And then like, if it's a woman who just like likes to be more masculine or likes to skateboard, likes, you know, things that society says like men do, then it's like, oh, you're a pick me girl. You are one of the boys, like you're trying too hard. And so it's like, no matter what box we try to fit in or go outside the box in any way, I just notice like, I will always get made fun of for it. <laughs> like I can't, I can't like anything. 
I can't or else like some man is going to sit there and make a comment. And it's like, seriously, Kyle, like I didn't ask for your goddamn fucking opinion. (laughs) Nobody cares, but it's frustrating. It's definitely frustrating. He will make fun of women for liking anything. The moment a woman is like, yes, I love astrology. You're like, what the fuck? You like all that fake shit? Says the man who listens to Joe Rogan. They're like, oh, I love music. They're like, name every song. All of them, every one, or you're, you don't really like music. Oh, you like wearing makeup? Cake face. Oh, you don't like wearing makeup? <sighs> you need some. Oh, you like breathing air? Pussy. You like coffee? What's every drink? Huh? <laughs> like, you don't even know either. Like, <laughs> You probably know more than they do. That's the thing at the end of the day. It's like, I know I know more than all of these men about whatever it is, (laughs) but it's like, it's just so frustrating. Oh, you like movies? Really? Have you seen all the director's movies? Yeah. Do you know know that like... You know, every director ever born. Like, do you know the upcoming ones too? (laughs) Like... Anything you say, it doesn't matter. It's invalidated. Oh, all the time. Like I... And it sucks. Just like anything, like for me, I'm like, I fucking love like makeup. I love pink. I love Ariana Grande. Like, yeah, I love all these things that are like awesomely feminine. There's nothing wrong with. But like, I feel like before I used to get embarrassed to be like, oh, I like these artists that are like women because I always get like shit on. It's like, no, I don't want to listen to Kanye West. Fuck Kanye West. Like, But if I did, I'd still get made fun of for it. Right. No. Yeah. It'd be like, well, you didn't like him back when like he was doing this. There's always some kind of a condition. That you can, uh, exactly. uh, hold on a second. I just, my headphones just cut out. It's like uh-huh. a, a mass of wires over here. It looks very professional here. And then underneath, it looks like, like a disaster. So hang on. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it's we like go. My what, what, what's that? <laughs> so that's like my TikToks. It looks <laughs> like put together and then it's like you look at my room and there's like moldy coffee cups everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all that matters is what it's in the frame, right? Otherwise, we cut all that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with that, though, it seems like you've hit a point in your life at some point in the last however many months or years that you decided to not put up with that stuff anymore. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess I had this grew up. I mean, I actually like made a TikTok kind of about this, like growing up, people like women especially are taught that like say like the boy on the playground like pushes you like oh that means he likes you like right. and so taking that like and going forward i feel like that really makes women feel like oh like this abusive behavior is okay like he still likes me he still loves me like i it's it's not because i did anything wrong it's just because like boys are like this boys will be boys and right. so i it was like for me, an unlearning process of like, wait a second, like I don't, I don't need to be treated poorly. Like that, that's that's not okay. Like I know I was conditioned to think this way, and it started from like elementary school when teachers would tell you that. Like I remember going to my teacher crying because I got pushed and my like knee was bleeding, and it wasn't a big deal because like a boy did it, and it was like, oh, but he likes you. That's kind of sweet. Yeah. I was right. like, bro, I'm bleeding. <laughs> like, I'm crying. That's not sweet. Right. It's really sick, actually, the amount of uh, brutality that is excused in, in that way. And also the way that still women are treated by men and their mm-hmm. opinions discounted. Also, the amount of uh, online hate. Do you get a lot of that? Yeah, I do get a fair amount of hate. Um, and most of it is from men. And- what a shock. That's so surprising. Like, why would they hate me? (laughs) What are you talking about? But, like, honestly, though, I don't know why. It's like, if it comes from a man, I'm automatically like, okay, like, I don't even care. (laughs) Don't take it to heart at all. Like, it might as well be, like, the neighbor's dog. Yeah. Yeah, he barks at everyone. Yeah, like, whatever. Like, Like, definitely, like, I mean, a man is in, like, the straight, cis, white, like, that box of a man that, like, unfortunately, a lot of people needs are in in that box right now need to unlearn that yeah because there definitely are men like i hate that i have to explain this but i feel like <laughs> i know i know that like, not all men not yeah. all men and like, then you don't want to say not all men because the people who usually say not all men are complete scumbags exactly they are the men i'm talking about right like, they're, they're the ones who like you say something that is a fact about the way you've been treated and immediately they're like hey hey what are you talking about what are you talking about like not all men and you're like well why are you so jumped up about this why are you why is this triggering you so badly? 
like you're a little bit too defensive for my liking, sir. Like, <laughs> dive into that. Let's unpack that. Like, what did you do? Like, yeah, right. Because also, when they scream, "Not all men," it, it, to me, it's kind of um, it's a way of devaluing what the women are saying. As mm-hmm. if it's like, well, yeah, yeah, I get it. You had a problem. But it's not really that big of a problem because it's not that big. It's not that grand of a scale. But really, it is. Exact. That's exactly it. I mean, it's just frustrating. And like what I go by is like if you're a man and you come across my profile and my videos hit you any kind of way, you probably need to fix yourself. Like, right. But if you're a man and you're just looking and you're kind of just like, yeah, like she has a point. There are guys who are like this. Like <laughs> you don't get deeply offended stay a while like come on but like also like i've gotten comments like why don't i make a lot of like break up with your boyfriend videos like yeah for my girls gays days and online binary babes videos and like obviously yes like i am excluding men from that people are like why do you always do that and i'm like there's a safe space in this world all the time usually for straight cis white men and the people that like my platform is like made for like are people that don't really have that safe space. Like you can go anywhere else on TikTok and you're going to be fine, kid. Like it's one account, it's one place that maybe you, you just don't really feel like you fit in and that's okay because there's millions of places that women and everybody else feel like they don't fit in. Right. So it's just frustrating when I hear that. Well, it's, it's like that idiotic straight pride bullshit, you know, that whole thing. <laughs> like you're not being marginalized because you're not being included in all this other stuff. And that's just another example, too, of that whiny crybaby bullshit that is indicative of the type of man that you're talking about. It's embarrassing for them at this point. It's like, (laughs) you're really coming. You took your time to say this. I'm sorry for you. (laughs) And they're clearly watching all of your stuff anyway. So it's a strange thing. If something bothers me or if I find it offensive, like pro-Trump garbage or whatever, I tend to avoid it. And I also have to mention how much I enjoy the political aspect of what you do. I mean, yeah. ev- everything that you do, actually, all of it is political, right? But yes. but uh, the yeah. uh, specifically to Trump stuff, I love. I've watched mm-hmm. and sent out your video to friends, the one where you spit at the camera after showing the, the girl saying, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm doing hot girl <laughs> shit, and they're at that fucking Trump, whatever, Trump-friendly concert. I can't talk right now. I'm doing hot girl shit. Being good, I'm a bad bitch. Sorry, I look like shit because I actually just got raw dogged, which is like real hot girl shit. First of all, I want to say those cardigans, ugly. This isn't very pro-life of you, but like who am I kidding? All Trump supporters are actually grade A hypocrites. That also looks like the lamest party I've ever been to, and it's very pick-me girl of you. I guess that's where you go to fuck a man in cargo shorts, if that's what you're into. It's alright though. Natural selection will get you. That is not hot girl shit. That's the bitch shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, for the listeners who don't know what Pick Me Girl is, could you explain what Pick Me Girl is? Yeah. So, okay, Pick Me Girl is, I feel like, hard to define because that is also something, like I said earlier, that like a lot of men use towards women, like, to call them, like, oh, you're a Pick Me Girl. Like, you're doing this for a male's attention. And a lot of that, like, isn't true. I think when a man says it, it's just not true because, like, Women are allowed to like things that are in that box that society made of masculinity. Like women can do whatever they want and it's not because they want male attention. Same with however I dress. Like I'm not dressing the way I do because I want a man on the street to comment about my tits. Like I'm wearing what I'm wearing because I feel good in it and I'm representing like my soul at the end of the day. But like I feel like a pick me girl, pick me girl is... They just like are definitely the girls who, yes, they do things for the male gaze, for the male attention, as in putting down other women. I think that's a lot of it, like genuinely putting down other women, like like saying the same like, kind of things that the the man would say to denigrate yeah. uh, someone who say dresses like you or whatever, but yeah. adopting it as if that is how they feel because and there's kind of an anger in there, right? Mm-hmm. It. It, that is exactly it. It's that anger within. It's yeah. It's just adapting what they feel to get that kind of attention back, and to be like, oh, but I'm not. I'm not like her. Like that's not me. Like I believe everything you say. Like that's more what like I would call like that is a pick me girl. Like truly doing that to like make a point. Like, but I'm better than her. And 
for me, like there is no point in any competition with women, like sure. or anyone period who wants to be feminine, anyone part of any, like any community like that, because it's like, we're already like, people are already pinned against us. So why would we pin ourselves against each other? Like that's, that's not helping anyone. Right. Like, we want to like boost everyone up in whatever way we can. So, and Trump supporters, like women Trump supporters, I feel like are pick me girls. Like, are you really doing it because you want to vote for him? Or is it because your husband or, you know, whoever told you? Your so? dad, your brother. Yeah. Yeah. Because that also speaks to that thing of like, well, I'm not like other girls, right? That's another sort of version of that. Yes. Yeah, definitely. It's like, what? okay, you don't have to be like every girl. That's fine. But like, why are you using that to put down girls? Yeah. And generally, I think if anyone says, I'm not like, if a guy says it, if a girl says it, I'm not like other guys, I'm not like other girls, usually that's a warning sign that I don't know if they're necessarily automatically going to be narcissists, but there's like, that's a pretty good indication that something is off when they tell you that. Let let the other person yeah. discover that you're not like the other people or, or whatever that means. And also, who's deciding that? Exactly. Like, why... Who's deciding that? Like, what, what does that mean? Like, what is this? What is that girl or guy or person that you see that you're not like? Right, like, right. Is that your internalized misogyny speaking where you're, or internalized homophobia, internalized racism, internalized anything? Like, are you saying I'm not like that because you're afraid of it or because like there's something you really feel inside that maybe you want to let out? But you're afraid? Like, what is it? I know. And I, I definitely think it leans towards that. I know there's a thing with uh, gay guys a lot of times where they don't want to be like, well, I'm not like camper, you know, femme, yeah. like that, as if it's a bad <laughs> thing. It's great that there's every flavor of person. And I think it's a shame when people do step on other people, even just verbally, uh, because mm -hmm. of that, because it's poo pooing. And then the other thing is that a lot of people get the uh, implicit sense. Maybe they want to be like this or maybe they want to be like that, but then they hear their friend group or they hear their family or whoever saying, well, you know, I'm not like that or we're not like that. And it's, mm -hmm. it's sort of a gradual um, buildup over the over years. And then right. it can like you might be like something and but then you, you don't want to express it because you've always heard for so long that that's not the way to be. Or, you know, girls don't you don't wear a dress like that out, that kind of thing. God, yeah. And it's like deep. Are you saying that I shouldn't wear this out because you want to wear this? Like, I'll let you borrow it, babe. Like, come on. Also, though, like, it's not anyone's responsibility to make anyone, like, do something. So if they're really feeling that type of way, like, I'm not going to sit here and convince you that, like, oh, maybe that's what you want to do. Like, let me help you. It's just going to be like, okay, figure that out yourself then. Whatever it is, like, I'm not wasting my time because you're already putting that negative energy out there. Right, right. A lot of times there is a, a, a tendency for people to go for the negative. Even looking at TikTok or looking at someone who's breaking into social media, there's yeah. people who love to ruin things and they go, yeah, but you know what that's probably about? They're probably doing this or they're probably doing that. Like, as if there's some kind of rotten secret to everything. And there not necessarily is. That's so true. I feel like that's for any like, yeah, it's just all these conspiracies, especially just about just like influencers or like anyone on TikTok, anyone on social media, just like, yeah, I don't know. Was I, where was I going with that? I That's okay. I, I do that all the time, by the way. So, and don't worry, <laughs> I, I, I edit the show. So, if anything, if we blank out, which I will do, I probably have done already. Because <laughs> I'm just not my ADHD. I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> what, how was I just talking? Oh my God, me too. Me too. And then I did a week of shows uh, recently. I had four in a row and I couldn't get my medication. There was an Adderall shortage. And, oh, no. oh my God, I was just like driving the bus right into the wall. All, and I actually said at the beginning of the show when I first did it, and I said, I'm sorry, listen, here's the deal. And yeah. that's the other good thing is like just being honest about stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. a lot of us, especially with ADHD, because it seems like some kind of shameful thing sometimes or it has done in the past. Again, I'm older, so there's like the kind of a murkiness about it when you're younger. Mm -hmm. uh, it's better to just be honest with, I think, everything. Uh, mental illness, anything, you know. Because right. I think illness too... I think mental health is just a better way to put it. But but anyway, so uh, and that's me totally distracting you from what you were going to say. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> like, don't, but I think I was just talking about like, okay, it was something like, 
Fuck. Okay. No, that's okay. That's okay. We could wind back. And also, that, you know, it's also, this is a conversation and conversations, good ones anyway. They sort of go all kind of serpentine ways and yeah. uh, wilds. It's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> ADHD is actually, I think, a gift. Now, we have to do things to manage it, like medication or whatever, a meditation right. for some. But like, we think outside the box and that's a good thing. And actually, a lot of artists that we love probably had ADHD. I wouldn't be surprised if David Bowie did. Right. What were we talking about? I don't know. Well, we can go into something else and then come back to it. Sure. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you embrace the bimbo title, I want to know, is that an outgrowth of being hassled online? It was said in a very positive way. So I have like, there's a little now community of like bimbo talk that we've created. And before that was a thing, I had like made a video and I was like, why can't we just print more money? Like, why? Like, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> like, right. And it went like kind of viral. And I, my really good friend now, Griffin, had commented a uh, bimbofication with like glittery hearts and everything. I was like, yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. That just sparked <laughs> this whole like idea. And I was like, I am a bimbo. Like, I am. And I was like, hold up. This could like, I just, it just sparked this idea and it made my account literally what it is today and just like it gave me that inspiration just to be like wait there's nothing wrong with being a bimbo too and I just like rethought it in my head and I was like my whole life I had been like made fun of for being the dumb blind like I was horrible in school I like oh my god when I say I don't I talked my way into getting good grades like literally <laughs> I didn't do shit and it part of it was undiagnosed ADHD like in high school hundred percent part of it was like I just that learning environment like school the way it's set up just like doesn't work for me right I just like in school I used to like love like musical theater and like fashion and like singing and everything like those were my passions and that's what I could hyper focus on yeah like I don't know when they had commented that it just like really like struck a chord and I was like I am a bimbo like and I love it and there's nothing wrong with it right and like I want to like make this a comfortable place for people who have felt like that before too. Like, and there's nothing wrong with feeling like that, but maybe just being not bullied. I wouldn't say I was like bullied, but just like, I mean, I what like everyone's like, oh, that's the dumb bitch. <laughs> like, there she is. There she goes. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a, a level of bullying. It's also just dismissive as if whatever you say has no value because you like pink or because you're this, because you're that. Yes. And like, even I remember just like this, like, I don't know why, like this just really sticks out to me. Um, I like had a boyfriend in high school, whatever. Um, and he had said to one of my best like guy friends, um, they were just like, they were kind of friends and he was like in the hallway and he's like, so is Chrissy actually that stupid? Oh my God. Whoa. And my best hurt was like, no, like he was very taken back too. And he was like, what are you talking about? Like, no. And then I guess he just like went on about how he thinks I'm like, just stupid, like plain stupid. Like I'm like a ditzy like person, just true. And there's nothing wrong with that. But he had this like negative connotation of it, you know? Like, right. And my friend didn't tell me until like a little later. And it just, I was like, oh, oh, like, like you, you had to like ask that to my friend. And also like, that's truly your thoughts on me. And I just had noticed that, especially in my relationship pattern throughout, um, just like growing up up until about a year ago, mm -hmm. um, exactly. Like I was always seen as just stupid. Like you're just dumb, Chrissy. You just don't get it. And like, so like figure it out yourself. You just don't get it. Like anything you say has no value to it. It was everything I said was pushed off, not listening, like. Anytime I had a concern, a problem, like it was like, no, like you're just dumb. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. And so I feel like, especially like, I think that's where I gained a lot of this confidence, like was because of my pretty fucked up relationships I've had in the past. Like, especially my last one, like definitely sparked the fuel in me to be like, I'm fucking done being treated poorly by men. I'm so done with it. And so I think like, long story short, just like that one comment, even though it was actually like, 
a positive thing. Like they, they had made it like a fun, positive thing. And I was like, yes, like, let's make this fun and positive. Let's like bring up women. Let's bring up the girls, gays, ladies, and I'm binary babes. Let's embrace femininity in any way it is. And like femininity at the end of the day, isn't how you present yourself. It's a mindset and it's that like divine feminine within you and like how you embrace that and listen to that and just like, yeah. So I guess that's how bimbo talk had started. <laughs> yeah. Which is fantastic because it's reclaiming a phrase that, you know, people try to use as a negative thing and yeah. like, which we've seen in many cultures in many ways mm -hmm. and it's super fun. Yeah. I mean, it is super fun. Like it's fun when I'm talking to someone who doesn't, know about it i'm like do you know the word bimbo and they're like yeah like why are you asking me that <laughs> it's uncomfortable and it's kind of fun <laughs> to make them also we have to mention your merch which i guess is only available through the 31st is that true yes unfortunately but yeah the proceeds are partially going to help your friends gender confirmation surgery right yes yes so um it was really cool. Like I'm doing it with like custom ink right now and like their fundraising uh, website, most of the proceeds. So like some of it does go to like custom ink cause like they are making the shirts, et cetera. Sure. And then majority of the proceeds are going to Reagan's top surgery. I will take a little bit of the proceeds cause I need to pay rent. Well, <laughs> there's no shame in that. But also like honesty, best policy. Like I don't want to say everything's going to him. <laughs> Take a little bit. Like, yes, like some of it will be going to like my well-being, <laughs> like living. <laughs> no, majority like is all going to his top surgery. And like, he's been my best friend, like since high school. So mm -hmm. it's just like, it feels really good. And it feels good that like, I have people who really love and appreciate me that are willing to love and appreciate another person really close to me. Right. So it feels good in my heart. <laughs> we have to celebrate your 2 million followers on TikTok. Yes. Congratulations. Oh. That's wonderful. It's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, I think. I hope so. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're just like falling off or something. Like, oh, my gosh. I'm just like, I'm so passionate about this now. Like, it consumes my life in a good way. In a good way. As uh, I was going to say in my intro, you're one of the funniest things to come out of Chicago since Bill Murray. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. No, no, no. And like, I see lots of lots of things ahead of you that are going to be really great. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> no, you're welcome. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Have you had a relationship since that relationship you talked about? Um, yes. So, like, I definitely don't really talk about my relationship that I'm in now. Sure. So, sure. No, I understand. Um, I understand. Not that it's like I'm like hiding it. Um, I just like so. Like, yes. Like, since my past relationship, I did a lot of just like self love work and like figuring out who I am and like. I mean, thank God, because like now I'm at this place I'm at, like right, right. now. You know? Yeah. Like I embraced myself. I, especially through quarantine, like figured out like what I have to work on personally too, like what my faults are. Sure. Because like, sure, I had a not great relationship. It was totally fucked up. But like, where, where were my points where I, like I need to work on? And like, that was my codependency issues. Like, they're a motherfucker, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker like fuck those bitches like oh my god Ooh. like really had to work on that and be like what's the root of that like okay like what are my other problems like i don't give myself space to like tell people like hey you're doing something that bothers me because my whole life and i feel like a lot of like you know anyone who like identifies as just like feminine or just like anyone who isn't a white straight cis man you know understands like it's hard to set like boundaries because like we're conditioned to not sure we're conditioned to just like sit and look pretty and like yes i want to sit and look pretty but also stomp on you if you cross me <laughs> and also the thing where 
uh, you know, a lot of uh, overly sappy movies that we watch and things like that, we're sort of told that it's good to always be extra hypersensitive to the needs of the other person, where it's good to be sensitive to the needs, but not at the expense of being sensitive to your own needs. Exactly. Because like at the end of the day, you can't, you can only do what you can and you're not going to fix anyone's problems. You're not going to change anyone's mind. Right. Like, unless they do that for themselves. So, and that's something I think I'm still working on too, is just like understanding that, like, I'm going to do what I can. And if I feel like I've done enough and it doesn't hurt my soul, like, then it's up to you. And just in a very general sense too, with any relationship, friendship, like, you know, just like I'm doing what I can and I recognize that and it may not be enough for you and that's okay. Like, yeah. but I can't bend over backwards anymore. I have me as well to take care of. And really we do have to put ourselves first. There's a mm-hmm. sense sometimes that it's being selfish in quotes to be thinking of yourself first, but really you do have to think of yourself first. And then that only leads to healthier connections with other people when you do that. Yeah. And it sucks that it's seen as selfish, I feel like, because if I wasn't told that putting yourself first is selfish, then like I might've done that sooner. Like I might not have let these things happen to me. I'm grateful they happened because I learned that, but it's just like, I wish like as a society, we could be comfortable with just like understanding our needs listening to our needs and doing something about them right? and not putting, and it's okay to do things for other people. It's okay to see other people's needs, sure. recognize that and help. But like, you cannot, that was my problem. Like I bend over backwards for anybody. And even if I'd get fucked over, if I get hurt over and over and over again, it was like, I'm just such an empath. Like it, it was like, okay, 300th like time. Like I, I do it again and again and again. So sure. And did you find like you would excuse it? Like, well, you know, they're just they have a problem with that, and like I get that, and so they're just this, they're they're just that, and you sort of talk yourself into doing it again. Always, I would always just give that person the benefit of the doubt. Like, especially in my last relationship, it was always the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, he cheated on me for the twentieth time. Well, like maybe he feels like this, and I'm like, looking back, I'm like, Chrissy. You're stupid, but I'm not stupid. Like, <laughs> not, not, but, like, not you're stupid, but it's like, oh my God, like you did not, I did not care about myself. I was not caring about myself. And so like, all of a sudden when I left that relationship, I was like, oh my God, like, who am I? What is going on? I figured out like, I have to care about myself. I have to think of my needs. I can't hide behind that. Who, what, whoever girl I was hiding behind because that wasn't me, you know, like this is me. Like, yeah, I have never felt more in my body or more as myself. I think of me a year ago and I'm like, oh my God, she needed a hug. Like, sure. yeah. I wish right now could have hugged me last year and been like, you're okay. You're gonna be okay. I love you. But like, oh, I think about that a lot. And just like, you know, childhood Christy, like my inner like childhood, like my inner child, being able to hug her too and be like, you're okay. Like, sure. It's just, it's interesting to think about it that way, I guess. I felt more totally myself in the last couple of years and also realizing I'm queer and all that. Mm -hmm. You're queer as well, right? Yes. Yes. When did you realize that? Oh my God. Like literally so like recently, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't think I was at, well, I could have been like actively suppressing it. I, I think for me, um, cause I identified like as bi and I think for me, it was a lot of like, do I like that girl or do I want to look like her? Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed that like when I talk to other women who like women, um, I noticed that a lot, just like, that's kind of where it starts. Like, do I like you or do I want to look like you? Like, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. And then I had, you know, gotten out of the relationship and working on myself and still was like, no, like I only like boys. And then I was like, I like girls. I really like. <laughs> and yeah. I, yeah, it was very recent though. I think like literally like this summer, I was like cool with just like saying that. Like I was like, yes, I do. Like yeah. that was, I could confirm it for myself. Like I could say it. Like I, I didn't care like who I was saying it to. But also I didn't like make it a, 
And for me, like personally, there's nothing wrong with making a big announcement because it is something to celebrate. Sure. But for me, I was like, I'm just like, someone asks, I'll tell them. But like, it's just me. And I don't, I don't know. I know. I get what you mean. Yeah. 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 I totally get what you mean. Uh, and for me, my announcement was just because it was uh, uh, someone was sort of flirting with me on the show, and so it sort of came out that way. Oh, I was yeah. still figuring it out anyway, but I know that thing. Uh, and for me, it was like uh, you're like, oh, do I think that that they're cool? Or and I noticed that I was flirting with guys, but not realizing I was like, oh, that's that thing I'm doing where I talk to certain guys that way, and it's it, oh, that's what that is. Yes. Yeah, so- <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But did you find that too? You're like, oh, I talked to her. A little bit differently than I talked to. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, like when, like before quarantine, and everything, like at a party, and I'd be talking to a girl, and I'm like, "Wait, I'm flirting with you 100." <laughs> like, percent I didn't realize it, but I definitely am. <laughs> like, yeah, you'd notice when they went into the other. Oh, there they are. Exactly. Like you, I knew it. I just didn't. I knew, it, but I didn't know. You know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a little confusing. Sexuality like is confusing, period. Because there is a time, too, I was just like, I don't want to call myself straight because I know that's not it, but I also don't know what I'd call myself. So I was like, right now, like I'm not going to have a label. And I think that's fine, too. And there's also nothing wrong with anyone wanting labels because since straight people get a label, like it, it's nice to have something to like identify with and like have a community with, for sure. Like um because you want that too like you want that community you want that label you want to be able to define yourself and that's awesome too exactly and i prefer uh queer to any of the other things i guess pan would work as well for me but i also like it because it has the um history of being a negative word used against certain people and everything and now it's been reclaimed the way that you're you know doing it with bimbo right exactly which is fucking awesome it is (laughs) you mentioned childhood what was childhood like what was growing up like um, man, what was growing up like? <laughs> like for me, genuinely, like I don't have a great memory of my childhood. Mm-hmm. I have certain memories, like my brother, for instance, can remember like literally everything, like from like the minute he was born. I swear to God, like. Yeah. But for me, I just it's very like blurry. But I do, I have specific memories. Like my older brother Kevin is like my best friend in the whole world. He also like is gay and um, like growing up, it was fun because I got to finally like wear tutus and like play with dolls. And he was like, yes, like I get to do this with her. Like, this is so fun. (laughs) And that's what was like super amazing about it because it was like, from then it was like built in best friend. Like you get me, like let's have fun. And like, he really helped me embrace just like being feminine and liking the things I liked. And also just like the creative aspect and I looked up to him for literally everything. Like he did musical theater. So I did musical theater and yeah. like he did this. So I did that. Um, That's really so he sweet. really was like, yeah, like he was my, like he was the outline. He was what I wanted to be like the blueprint. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was the blueprint <laughs> <laughs> literally. And it was just awesome. Like being able to have somebody who just like understood it and like learning, like, you know, later in life, like why, like, he was so supportive of everything I did and like played with me so much, like makes it even like more beautiful. I feel like, cause like, yeah, like he was queer and like he had his own journey with it, you know? Yeah. It was, it's nice to know like me, like having his like younger, like baby sister, like helps him. It's just like, I don't know. That's like what's sweet about it. And what like really makes me smile. Cause he's my like best friend in the whole world. That's lovely. Can't imagine life without him. Don't wanna. (laughs) How many years older? Five. Do you have other brothers and sisters? Yes, I have an older brother, Tyler, who's 29, and that's it. So I'm the baby. Oh, okay. I'm the baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm the youngest of mine. It's a, I have an older brother who's eight years older. Oh, yeah. It, it was fun. I would go to some of his parties, actually, in high school, because I was, I was already obsessed with music. So, you know, I sort no, of... No Yeah, and he, he would uh, do lovely things. Like, he would get movies from the video store he worked at for me. It is anything I wanted he would get for me because you know, my school days were not terrific uh, as well. So that was a lovely thing. I don't really remember a lot of childhood particularly uh, because of various things like that. But I do remember all the films and music and everything that I was in because those were sort of a portal into the life that I wanted uh, to lead. That was not the school days stuff. That wasn't so good. Exactly. Like 
yeah, I just remember going through so many phases too. Like everyone that goes in middle school, I feel like, like um, people I've talked to like my age just and everything, like going through those like phases, like emo phase, skater girl phase, like sure. trying to figure it out. And I was honestly just thinking about that because as a kid, like I was this, like I literally went through a phase where I only wore princess dresses. Yeah. Like Sleeping Beauty dress and those cute little heels, like the plastic heels. Yeah. And like, just like, Fun hats and the boa and like all this stuff. Oh, I love a boa. Oh, love it. I need to get myself one. I, I'm like surprised I don't have one right now. When I started looking like I do again now, I actually, <laughs> outside of the, the facial hair, I look very similar to what I did when I was 20. Mm-hmm. But I sort of put that away because th- whatever my life situation at the time was, it didn't work out financially. So I ended up moving back home and mm-hmm. sort of dyed my hair back to black. I had it before that every color under the sun because it's good to have a good friend who's a, a hair color wizard. But uh, oh, so thank you, Johanna. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's funny. If I had more photos from that, it'd be fun to have them. But I don't really have more. But like the nail polish and the loud shirts, et cetera. So and, and the boas. So that's what made me think the of boas. that. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I had my pink one, my white one. I had them all. <laughs> you need one for every every occasion, right? Exactly. Yeah, and like, oh my god, there's literally a picture of me like decorating the Christmas tree in my princess dress. Like I was <laughs> always there. Like I always had it. I always had the crown. And then I just like, man, I think about it in like middle school. I was like trying so hard to not be that. Like, and. I mean, yeah, it had to, like, it definitely rooted from just, like, boys at school, like, yeah. judging me because I was, like, girly. And I, I, I must have taken that, like, so to heart because, like, I, like, dyed my hair. And, it, like, not that I didn't want, like, dyeing my hair did anything really, like, bad. But it was, like, I was, like, okay, no blonde. Like, dye my hair, like, red, dye my hair brown. Like, wear the beanies, get a skateboard. Like, really try to fit in with the guys who – are still going to make fun of me no matter what I do, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I'm just like still navigating that in high school. Like, I mean, like freshman year, like I was like, okay, like I, I like to do theater. Like I'm going to get bullied for that, but I like it Like, <laughs> and I'm going to stick with it. And so I slowly was like, okay, this is what I like. Here's my hobby. I'm going to stick with it. But still just like the way I presented myself, like the like baggy hoodies or like the, sweaters and everything yeah and I feel like for me it wasn't until junior year where really I was like okay with embracing my like femininity and the way I looked like I would wear my heels to school like dresses all the time like and I don't know I just find it very interesting just like especially middle school I'm sure middle school for everyone was such a fucking interesting time <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah. Oh, man yeah. interesting I think interesting is the nicest way you can put it in yeah like <laughs> Like, what was it, like, 2012 or, like, 13, like, the glamorized Tumblr depression era for <laughs> my generation? Like, what the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> the gl- glamorized depression for kids. Oof. Like, the things that, like, I probably should not have been doing or known about at the age of 12 or 13, like, because Tumblr was... Like writing fan fiction about it, like <laughs> yeah, right. very depressive thoughts. And there's nothing wrong with depressive thoughts, but to romanticize it is wrong. You know, right. it's just like interesting for me to see like how I like started super like loving femininity like as a kid, then being like, oh my god, I'm in the world, and now people don't like it. What do I do? And then kind of realizing like mm, people aren't gonna like it anyway. <laughs> yeah well it's good to, it's so good to realize that also because sometimes when you have a a shining attribute it, it you do get embarrassed just about displaying it and then you uh, want to put it away in a box it's good that you realized it so young really because you are so young and so, so accomplished and wise for 20 Thank you. <laughs> i try <laughs> <laughs> you know we were talking about starbucks before <laughs> i meant to say i worked at a starbucks um two of them I was working at one in a suburban town, and then when I moved to Boston the first time, this would be when things didn't go right, and then I ended up going back home. Mm-hmm. I accidentally got transferred to the busiest one in Boston, and they did the sharing tips oh. thing, and so that's where I learned how to steal from the register without getting caught with cameras on you. So there's a way, anyone out there who needs a little bit of extra money, I don't know what the registers are like now, but if you charge for a drink and you know what the drink is, and you can give them the adequate change or something like that, you can just basically palm the five or the 10 or whatever 
although most people pay by cards now, and then sort of act like you're charging them for it. And then you just take the money and none's the wiser as long as they're not paying attention. So that's my little tip for anyone out there who wants to steal from Starbucks today. <laughs> wow. Well, capitalism. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, one of your major hashtags. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you do, you hate capitalism as you've noted many times. Yes. <laughs> I do. I mean, I just think mm, the capitalist society we live in, it sucks because there's no ethical way to consume it all in a capitalist society, like period. Yeah. So like you can't run away from it. It's hard to like do better. It's and everything, but like God, just that nine to five work day, the way that this like the world work the I think it's really the way the world works, period, or a way just the United States works, period. I fucking hate like <laughs> I think it's horrible. I think it, I think it is like, I truly think it's horrible. I think it literally is such a big part of like mental health too. And just that like obligation to like work till you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. But you're going to work till you're dead and you're still expected to have a full family, but like, we're not going to pay you like enough money for your family and then like get a job. But like, also like you can't get this job without a college degree, but also that college degree costs so much money. And like, I don't care if you can't afford it, you need it. Right. All these expectations. And like, you really can't do anything about it unless like you're a millionaire. (laughs) Like it's frustrating. I think that's like the whole thing. It's just frustrating. It's like, how do you expect this? when It's not, you can't achieve it. And unless you're coming from a place of privilege, it's very difficult to uh, attain the things you want, like, you know, pursuing a career in the arts or something like that. And then you have to work at, you know, a retail job or whatever to support yourself. And that's not even supporting. It's a whole thing. Exactly. Because like that retail job. Oh, I think we're freezing up. Oh, is it? I think it's okay now. It's okay now. Yeah. Okay, good. Sorry. No, um, it's okay. It's not your fault. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, like, I'm, like you said, like from a place of privilege, like you have to be from a place of privilege to achieve that. And just like for me growing up, like I wasn't from a place of privilege and like that's no one's fault, you know? Like, yeah, it's just how it is. But yeah. It, yeah, and like that's the thing. Like I didn't get to, for me, like I didn't get to pursue what I really wanted to do because I was like, fuck, I don't know how to do this. Like I don't. I'm not going to be able to pay off my loans with like what I want to do. And like at the time I did want to do musical theater and I did do musical theater for a semester in college. And then I was like, that's not really, for me, I was like, that's not really what I want to do anymore. And then I wanted to go into some sort of music, et cetera. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to make it out here. (laughs) Sure. It's hard for me. Like I just definitely do get jealous of the people that like, have that stability to be able to pursue whatever they want and their parents, like, even if they are failing, not even failing, but like, even if it doesn't work out, that's not failure. That's just like, it doesn't work out. Yeah. Their parents can support them and like, and they don't have to do anything. And I've met, I've met a lot of people in my life like that. There's nothing wrong with that and having that privilege and those and parents to help you. There's nothing wrong with it. But like, you have to check your privilege. You have to know where your privilege period, like, especially even like just as a white person, you have to know your privilege as a white woman. I have to know my privilege, like, and especially it has to do with like privilege, like with money. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like there's yeah. a lot of people out there who don't really get that. And it's frustrating. And it's for me ended a friendship like before. So it's, it's frustrating. It is really frustrating because people sometimes just take it for granted that someone has like, oh, you can't do that thing. Why can't you do that thing? And it makes it as if, if you don't have the money to do it, that there's something wrong with you. Exactly. Yes. It's, there's something wrong with you or somebody didn't work hard enough. And it's like, no, like it's not that I didn't work hard enough. It's not that any in my, anyone in my life didn't work hard enough. It's that the system we're under doesn't help the people like that, that you can't really rise above it. And if you do, like, it has to be some sort of miracle. Like, it has to be luck. Like, but if you're already there, like, it's almost impossible to truly rise above it. And sure. it does not matter how hard. It seems like you're on the path to rising above it from the stuff that you're doing, which is displaying your true personality and your thoughts and all that stuff. That's why so many people are following mm-hmm. you. And I think that that's going to continue going that way and also lead to other things. I mean, I can see you absolutely making an album 
because I wa- saw the TikTok where you're duetting with someone playing piano. Hey, fuck faces. I actually used to do musical theater, but I quit. So anyway, I'm going to sing a song anyway. Okay. Every single day I walk down the street. I hear people say, baby, so sweet. Ever since puberty, everybody stares at me, boys, girls, I can't help it, baby. And I was like, holy shit, she can fucking sing too? This is insane. I was like, she's amazing, which I still feel. <laughs> oh my God, thank you. <laughs> so nice. Oh God, you're welcome. I'm like so bad at like... Res- compliments too i'm just like eat <laughs> well listen you can't be perfect in everything. i mean like God. i just I hit saying, my laptop smack, you just smacked so the laptop hard. out of the way that <laughs> <laughs> scared me i'm so hard to <laughs> Whack. <Stop it. laughs> well the show was going fine until i told her how great she was and then just it was i don't know what i did i did <laughs> <laughs> I, and I don't know either. <laughs> I'm sorry I crossed the line. I, you know, that's my fault. As the host, uh, no. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know that feeling. Like, oh no, I don't. No, keep it coming. Keep it coming. Keep, keep, say it again. Say it. Come on. <laughs> so, with musical theater, what was your favorite show to do? Did you have one? Oh man, what was my favorite show. I, my senior year, we did Les Mis. Oh, okay. So, you know, Les Mis, like, it's pretty basic, but it was my favorite show I did. Um, and I played Eponine, which was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to see Les Mis. I love musicals, and I haven't seen Les Mis or Jesus Christ Superstar. And every time I tell people that I haven't seen Jesus Christ Superstar, they're always like, oh, my God, but you would love it. I bet I would. So maybe that I'll have to watch those two in the next month. You should. I feel like you would love Jesus Christ Superstar. They did not. They did not lie to you. I think you would. And Les Mis, like, it's just like a classic. Like, lovely Les Like, it's very just like musical theater. Like everyone knows it. Like yeah. in that musical theater realm, everyone like if you did musical theater, you probably have done like Miss or Susical. Like, you know? <laughs> right. Either of those two. Yeah. So that was like where like I that was like the last show, like real show show. I think I did. And like, I loved it. Like it was totally part of like who I was, but I was like, I don't think I want that to be me. Like I want to be me and do something with me. And then I did. (laughs) So like, cool. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And so I'm sure that you'll get around to writing some songs if you haven't already been doing that. I'm hoping to actually, yeah. One of my friends and I were just talking about that. He like produces music. So we're talking about it. It's like being talked yeah, about it's in the works it's in the works i've just i've got a lot of things like in my head in the works too like i really want to start like a youtube channel and like start really growing on like other apps as well because like tiktok obviously like i'll keep doing tiktok and keep rolling with it but you know tiktok's tiktok no sure right a minute at most for each thing and like also like the guidelines yeah are interesting and like racist and sexist a little bit so the youtube channel sounds fantastic and i'm sure that there's some other things that you have in mind that will be great yeah i'm just i have a lot of ideas it's really just like because i have one adhd and just like it's hard for me to like get everything done at once and all of a sudden like i just have a bunch of stuff i need to do and i'm like Oh my God, <laughs> like, <laughs> this happened very fast and I'm grateful as hell. And like, I have just like, I just got a manager and everything. So it's starting to like figure itself out. But like, it's definitely like a little bit stressful because I get overwhelmed so easily. And like, I just like, also like have anxiety, have ADHD yeah, and you know, like also just like, yeah, mental health problems, like my depression and everything, which like makes it extremely hard to motivate myself. And to do things. So like, I was like, yeah, like YouTube channel January, let's do it. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like January, whatever, like 24th, 23rd, whatever day it is. <laughs> it's in the twenties. It's in the twenties. You're, yeah, you're in your twenties. We're in the twenties. Yeah, like Whatever. It like, doesn't really matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have that too. That, that fabulous magical combo, the trifecta of joy, uh, ADHD, anxiety, and depression, right? And and they can trigger each other. And then sometimes they're all singing and dancing together. And you're like, oh fuck, they're doing tap dances. And you're like, oh okay, I'm. Mm. You're just, you have to just sit there and be like, 
right. <laughs> oh, they're doing the long number. I gotta wait till the long number. My cue isn't for way down the line on this one. No, that's perfect. That's exactly what it is. Like that just made sense. I was like, uh huh. <laughs> and they got the canes and the top hats and shit. They're mocking you, yeah. and you're just. Like, <laughs> oh yeah mocking you can't be in this number you know you won't get anything done today or this week motivated enough chrissy like you? <laughs> do you have this thing too where sometimes you accomplish a lot or you get say you film a bunch of tiktoks you do this that and the other thing and then at the end of the day you're like shit i didn't really do anything today mm-hmm. that's a fucker mm-hmm. isn't it like it's like i thought i did everything i needed to do and then i lay down and i'm like i have to do I'm a failure. I'm like, stop it. Like, I'm not. I know that I'm not, but like, I'm just, oh, I'm so hard on myself. I will go through phases where I don't really work because I'm not feeling it or whatever. And I'm like, not in a good headspace. And I'll get out of it and I like overwork myself. And I'm like, you're not good enough. Like, do better. Like, you're not funny. You said the same thing last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I get that all the time. Right? You have that self critical thing, which is, mm-hmm. so, it's a real bastard. And it's hard to figure out where the line is because you're like, well, I have a standard. But then sometimes if I'm going over it, it's hard to recognize when it's the crazy version of that and when it's your natural like, okay, I'm keeping things to a standard. Yes. And I'm like, I don't even know what my natural is. Like, I don't know what what that's like. Man, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just hard to navigate. It's hard to figure out right now, I feel like. And I don't think it's a bad thing. But there's a lot I want to like. There's a lot I want to do. It's just yeah. figure out, figuring out like how to do it, where to start, and how to be patient with yourself too. That's a that's a tricky thing because a lot of times we can like whip ourselves and not have any perspective, especially because you're uh, basically a one woman band. You know, like you're doing everything yourself. Exactly. That's. I mean, that's exactly really what it is, and like just forcing my yeah. I'm a one woman band. I am. Yes, you are. <laughs> it's, it's fun and it's great and it's awesome. But also I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> like, right. I also don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like I've gotten this far, but I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. It's, oh, but that's good lot. though. Just keep trudging forward blindly and you're going to keep doing all the good things. Yeah. It, it really has been quick, right? When did you start your TikTok? I think I got TikTok like quarantine, like right when it started. And then I didn't post until like summertime. And I think my first video popped off end of June. So end of June till like now, I'm like, that blew my mind. I was like, oh my God, it hasn't even been a year. Yeah. And I'm not too million. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm uh, on TikTok, but I have to step up my... Uh, production of it but of course that's one of the things like you said before when i was like oh i didn't do this i gotta do that but Mm -hmm. i I, i'm trying to do the thing where i'm like okay well i'm getting to it just like you know getting to certain shows or whatever i had a real bad time at the end of december because it Mm -hmm. was this horrible crisis plus the political nightmares plus the holidays and isolation all that stuff so the factory kind of shut down hardcore for a little while there were some days where i was just sitting there unable to do much of anything but i try to i try to i'm not saying i'm good at this i try to just like cut myself a break right that's important like that's something i've really been trying to do too like on days where i wake up and i'm like i really can't think of anything to say today like i i can't think of a video i know they're short and sweet but i still can't and like i'm trying to allow myself because i would tell anyone else this so i'm trying to listen to my own advice right now like i'm allowing myself to have that space to just like be right and not do anything like just to be living just to be like here yeah like recognizing myself as a person too because sometimes i feel like now that my name is like not like so big but like on tiktok you know like yeah like just allowing myself like okay like yes like you are the girl in your tiktoks there's nothing you're faking there's nothing you're hiding but like still allowing myself to be me and just like Today, I'm going to step away from this. Today, I'm not going to post. Like, I'm not going to yeah. make a video today. That's okay. And I'm getting, trying to get comfortable feeling like that's okay. Because then I'll feel like it during the day. And then, you know, I lay down at night and I'm like, I should have just done something. You oh, know? That, like, I, that feeling is the worst when you're like, I had the idea to do this thing. And now that feeling is gone. And also, I find that the distance between that is so short during this whole nightmare 
that mm-hmm. it's so easy to just be like, oh, I was feeling motivated and now I'm not. But uh, the best thing is to do what you said, to afford yourself the same sort of uh, gentleness and consideration that you would anyone else, particularly as an em- a fellow empath who has always been so understanding of others. Try to like turn that ray of light on yourself. Exactly. Like that's been like my like the thing I've been working on the most so far is just like a lot, even just allowing myself to take up space. And I think that's a lot of what my TikTok and my videos are about for people. It's like, it's okay to take up space. It's okay to be who you are. Like who fucking cares, whatever. And like, yes, I definitely feel that way a lot. And that's how I try and go about the world because that's what I'm telling people. And I don't want to be ingenuine, you know, like to anyone, like even just like anyone listening, like, Yes, like I'm confident as fuck and I'm going to walk around like I own the place. I own my space, my bubble. I fucking own it. But there's also days where I'm like, I don't know where my bubble is. Like, I don't know how I sit today. Like, I can't find my bubble right now. I don't, where is it? I can't it? find my bubble. And like, that's okay. Like, I, like, Have no, you seen my bubble? Have you seen my bubble? Please help me. Yeah. I'm <laughs> important to who I am. <laughs> like, but it's good to share that with people. And I think also the, the your TikToks where you talk about being drunk and depression spiraling uh, are very relatable. And also for someone who, you know, does present a very accurate and authentic, confident persona, right? Because that is who you are. I think it's only helpful to people to see the other side that sometimes happens because we're all complicated, you know, beings. Because sometimes people can think, oh, well, I would like to be confident like them, but I'm not. But that's not how it is. And it's something that you work on too. It's definitely something you could work on. Also, it doesn't, for me, it didn't just like happen. Like I've definitely always radiated like confidence. Like I've just like, you know, been performing like my whole life, but like, that's a, that's the key word. I've been performing. Like yeah. I didn't actually embody that. And like, I think now I've truly embodied who I am, but it took work and it took, took heartbreak and it took a lot in between and it wasn't easy and it's not going to be easy. Like it's still not gonna, I'm going to have setbacks and it's going to set me back in my growth. But yeah. like the best I can do is acknowledge that, let it be what it is, feel what I need to feel, sit with that for a second, but don't sit with it forever. Like I need to be like understanding that it's okay to feel things, take up space again, which is totally okay. Yeah. And then having that and looking at it and being like, okay, like I felt the way I feel. I acknowledge it. I'm going to feel it again, but I have to go forward. Right. Right. And I think that's like the most important thing I could tell anyone. It's like you just have to feel your thing, acknowledge it, take your time with it, but don't let it come with you when you move. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes you got to do the thing. I'm not sure if you know the movie All That Jazz, but there's a thing where uh, he basically goes, it's showtime, folks. And I use that analogy a lot sometimes where mm-hmm. I, I will do a thing where if I'm in one of those modes, I actually will talk to myself in the mirror. And I I use we, I say we are like, you know, do my sort of, you do that. (laughs) Good for you. It's great. I really think it's good. Like I can be even exhausted or something and I'm saying I'm going to tape a show, but my sleep schedule is all fucked up or whatever. I do this thing in front of the mirror for like five minutes and it revs me up. It does the thing. It does the trick. Yes. That's definitely, I for sure that. And like, I also use that when I'm like, you know, cause like I have pretty bad anxiety too. So if I'm like having a panic attack or like something happens. I just always am like, we're okay. We're okay. We're doing yes. okay. Like, I don't know who we is. but it's- <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm not sure either. I don't want to question it though, because it seems to work and we are okay. And we're doing fine. Like, we're fine. Like, we're going to be okay. We're going to move past this. Like, we're going to breathe. And it, like, I don't know who else is there with me, but they're helping. So <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. I give big credit to them, whoever they are. And yes, uh, thank you. <laughs> it's teamwork, right? That makes the dream work. So <laughs> do you have any favorite musical films? Musical films. Whew. Man. I would say I like liked Les Mis too. Sure. I mean the musical film of that. Okay, honestly though, like the way I don't watch TV or movies or anything really because of my ADHD. Like yeah. because I'll put one on and like then go do something else and be like, Oh, I was watching a movie. Like I didn't, I forgot. So like, (laughs) I don't know. Whenever someone asks me like about a movie, a show or anything, I'm like, I have no idea. (laughs) I'm glad glad I could induce some stress and anxiety during the course of this conversation because it was absent before. And now we need a little flavor of everything, right? We needed it all. We needed all of Chrissy. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. The whole the whole works for us. Yeah, yeah. All of <laughs> you don't have to have a favorite movie or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. What do you like to watch for Good. fun? Do, do, are you? <laughs> Okay, actually, what I do like to watch for fun, like what I actually do enjoy watching, like RuPaul's Drag Race, like I really, yeah, really like honestly, like that is a lot of like my person, not my persona because it's me, but like my persona and like who I am and like just the inspo for makeup, inspo for life. Like, yeah, it's your aesthetic. It's my aesthetic, and like I have like even just in Chicago, just some really close like friends who do drag here. Truly, like ever in the drag community, I've always just felt such a warm hug and a warm welcome. And it just like, it's just a place where I feel like very like home. And so when I watch that show or just like, even watch like Dragula too. Like, yeah, sure. Right. It's like, I'm like, hey, this is so fun. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm part of it. And I'm like, not even there. <laughs> well, I think you'd make quite a sensation at DragCon. God, that would be a dream. <laughs> but when the world is back working, you know, I, I host panels for DragCon. So if you want to come out here, I'm sure we could make something happen where we did a panel together. I would really love to do that, actually. That would be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> cry. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. We love a cry. We love a good cry. <laughs> Tears are accepted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Chrissy, I've had such a wonderful time talking with you. Thank you. And I I look forward to doing it again when we do our movie club and everything. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. And, like, I really enjoy talking with you. Oh, wonderful. Friends, too. (laughs) No, I would love that. Oh, I have to close the show with Love You, Say It Back. Love You, Say It Back. For more of my chat with Chrissy, as well as some listener questions from the Hot Dog Club, and if you want to get in on the action for The Batman Returns, Crybaby, or other movie clubs, you can head on over to patreon.com slash craigandfriends.